So, hey, listen, tonight uh, we are going to finish up our series um, called Real Friends. And so I know this is going to be, or hopefully this has been uh, a series for a lot of you that has, um, has hopefully helped, um, because it's one thing that, that you will deal with the rest of your life uh, is friendships. And how to navigate those uh, it can always be an interesting experience. And so I hope that as we have looked um, at, at the topic of friendship, that you have been able to, uh, to, to maybe learn some things or uh, maybe know how to, you can better approach friendships. And that's the thing. Tonight, we are going to look at one of the most difficult topics when it comes to friendships. And that is the moments in life and in those times when friendships change, right? Have any of you ever had a friend uh, and, and a friendship that it, it, it changed, right? Maybe you were no longer friends, you know, maybe something happened and you were no longer, maybe some, you know, some middle school drama happened, right? Yeah, I mean, we, a, a lot of us have. We've all had these these times when friendships have changed, and, and sometimes, sometimes change in friendships um, happens for the better. Um, sometimes it's, it's difficult, um, and, and friends just part ways. Um, and in the end, though, sometimes that can be, can be better. But regardless, friendships can and will come to, come to an end. And that's what we're going to look at tonight. We're going to look at how do we navigate that? How do we navigate when friendships change? How do we navigate when friendships come to an end? Because there's a, there's a lot of different reasons as, as to why. And, and sometimes they're, they're not really a, a big deal that they change. Uh, maybe, you know, for some of you, you know, uh, you had a friend that changed schools. I mean, I know a few people in this room that you've, you know, you've changed schools recently. And so that, you know, friendships change. Maybe people at your old school, you know, you're not, you're not able to be friends with because of, of the distance. Other times, maybe it's a thing where your interests change, you know, maybe your interests, your, what you were into, what you like to do, maybe those change. And so therefore you changed your friendships. And changes like this are, are difficult, but eventually they get easier because they just make sense, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's one thing, you know, like Meg and I, we've moved, moved a few times in our lives. And so people, you know, that, that were at another church that we were at or another community that we were at, maybe we're not friends with anymore. It, it, it's not like we don't like them, but it's just, you know, we're not friends because we're not around them anymore. So those kind of friendships or maybe your interests have, have changed and, you know, those kind of friendship changes are a little bit easier to navigate because they just make sense, you know, uh, for all of you seniors in the room. You're going to experience that. You're going to graduate in a few months, and, and, and all of the people that you have spent so much time with the last 12 years of your life, you may not be hanging out with them much this time next year because they're going to be off at one college campus, and you're going to be at another college campus. And again, it's not a thing of, that you don't like them or anything like that, but it's just it's one of those things where... You've, you've entered a different stage of your life. And I know for me, you know, yeah, I've had times in my life when, um, you know, changes in my friendships, a lot of them have just been because of things like that. It's, 
you know, they've moved or, or whatever. But other times, there's reasons that our friends, friendship changes aren't so cut and dry, right? There's times that our friendship changes have come along and it hasn't been so easy. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a different of a, differences of opinion. Maybe it's behavior choices. Maybe, you know, you've had some friends that have started doing some things that you don't necessarily agree with or things that, that you don't want to do. Maybe, maybe you've had friends that have, have hurt you with their words or with their actions. For maybe some of you, and man, for for Christ followers, this sometimes can be a legitimate thing where maybe some, you've had some friends that you're not, you've had some friendship changes take place because you've decided to walk two different paths. You know, you've had friends that have decided to to not follow Jesus like you've decided to follow Jesus. Or you've had some friends that maybe their relationship with Jesus isn't the priority that it is for you. And that's and that, those, those things are okay. Sometimes we have to be willing to take a stand for, for what we believe and, and, and follow God and do what we know that we're supposed to do, even though it may cost us some friendships. Because I want to just tell you, your eternity is more important than, than a temporary friendship. And I call it temporary because even if you know them your whole life, you may not know them for eternity like you will Jesus. Make sense? And so I want, to, I, want, I want to challenge you with that to think that, you know, maybe some of the friendship changes that you've had take place because you've decided, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow Christ. I'm going to follow Jesus and and. I know that to do that, maybe I'm not going to do some of the things that other people are going to do. I want to be a different person than what everybody else is going to be. I tell you, that's okay. Don't be afraid of that. I actually had an instance here recently where, where my, my, my middle uh, was invited to go someplace with a group of friends that she just didn't want to go. And it wasn't a bad thing. But I had to tell her, I'm like, listen... Stand up for what you believe in and, and don't, don't give in to your friendships because they're still going to be your friend. Just because you don't want to go to hollow weekends, it's okay. It's totally fine. And you know what? It's, and it's the same thing with us oftentimes is we can take a stand and go, hey, listen, I just don't want to do that. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with Halloween weekends. She just doesn't like scary stuff. We, as a family, we just not into that. We don't watch horror movies. But, you know, those of you who like to go to Halloween weekends, I'm, I'm, I just want to say I'm not saying anything against, bad about it. But we're saying, you know, there, there may be a belief for you. There may be a, a conviction for you that you want to live by. And it may cost you some friends. And, and I just want you to know that's okay. Because when we put our relationship with Jesus first, He's going to bring other friends with similar mindsets, mindsets and, and hopefully a lot of them are here in 180 with, with you. You see, many friendships only last for a season anyway. At some point in your life, you will experience this. And that's why, listen, ha- have friends in high school. Some of you will have friends that will last your entire life. But I also want to just kind of be real and say, listen, a lot of the friendships that you, that you spend so much mental and, and emotional energy on in high school, you won't remember, you won't hang out with them in a year or two after you graduate. So just know that. Listen, I can't tell you the last time that I spoke with anybody that I went to high school with. Now, I will say I speak 
well, I won't say regularly, but I speak more with friends of mine that I went to youth group with that were from another school or a couple years younger than me. I speak more with those people and see them more than I do anybody that I graduated high school with. And again, you may be different. I know a lot of people stay around Sandusky. I've, I've told you, joked with you guys before, like when I grew up, it's like you did not want to be an Excelsior 10 years after you graduated. That was an insult, right? And so for a lot of you, you may, you may live in Sandusky or, or, or Milan or, or Margaret or whatever. You may live there the rest of your life, and you may have some of those friends, and that's okay. But just know that for the most part, a lot of your energy that you spend in high school friendships won't always be lifelong friends. Some will, but not all of them, them will. We'll experience that change at some point in our lives. You see, having a friendship end is, is totally normal. It happens. And while sometimes it feels like in, it's the end of the world, it's, it's really not. And what's most important is what we learn and how we deal with those friendship changes. And that we learn how to deal with them in a way that's best for everyone. Not only yourself, but also your friend. Or your former friend, if it's a change. So, we're going to look at a, at a scripture tonight out of the book of Acts. Right? So, uh, Acts is kind of the continuation of the Gospels. The Gospels, Acts is right after Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And the Gospels are, you know, are all about Jesus' life. But, but Acts is kind of following the Christ followers and the disciples and the apostles after Jesus had went back to heaven. And so we're going to look at three guys, three friends, and their, name are, their names are Paul, Barnabas, and John Mark. And so this is in Acts chapter 15, verses 36 through 38. It says this. It says, Sometime later, Paul said to Barnabas, Let us go back and visit the believers in all the towns where we preached the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. So pause here for a minute just to give you a little background. So here's what happened. Paul and Barnabas had went all throughout you know, the Holy Land or all throughout Israel and all throughout the the, the, the Bible land or whatever you want to call it. They had went all through there and they had planted all of these churches, right? They'd planted all of these churches. And so, so they had this idea to say, hey, let's go back. They kind of went, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll put it in modern day. Like they had been all over Ohio planting churches. And so they had the idea to say, hey, let's go down to Columbus. Let's go down to Cincinnati. Let's go down to, um, you know, Youngstown or whatever. Let's go around all these churches and kind of check up on them. We've planted them. Let's see, you know, how they're doing. So that, that's kind of what they were doing. That's, that's, that's where this comes in. So he continues on. Barnabas wanted to take John, John Mark, also called Mark, with them. But Paul did not think it was wise to take him because he had deserted them in uh, Pamphylia and had not continued with them in their work. So step back. So they're traveling all around Ohio and they're planting churches. And John Mark had went with them. And John Mark was in a, he was, they, were in, they were in Dayton planning a church, and all of a sudden John Mark decided to take off. And he left them, he deserted them. And so that really, honestly, that, that frustrated Paul. It's like, man, we're doing this work for Jesus, we're planting churches, there's a lot to do here, and this guy just goes off and abandons us and leaves us. Sound like, you know, you, have you ever had friends that have just 
left you in the middle of a project, left you in the middle of, of something that you were working on. So that's what, he, so that's what happened. He, so he's frustrated. He's a, so they begin to have these, this, this conversation, right? This argument, if you will. So look what it continues on in verse 39. It says, they had such a sharp disagreement that they, Paul and Barnabas, parted company. Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus, but Paul chose Silas and Paul chose Silas and left, commended by the believers to the grace of the Lord. He went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. So Paul and Barnabas had such a bad fight that they decided to go their separate directions. Sounds like a pretty simple disagreement between friends, right? I mean, how many of you have ever, you've been doing something with some friends, you've been out on a Friday night after a football game, you've been hanging out, and you're like, hey, let's go do this. Some of your friends want to go do this, but another group of friends want to go do this, and so what? They just take off, right? They go do their own thing. Well, Paul, Paul and Barnabas' was a little bit more intense than that, but so they had this fight, and they decided to part ways. They said, listen, I'm going to take John, you know, Barnabas like, I'm taking John Mark, and I'm, I'm going this way, and we're going to go do our thing, and Paul took Silas, and okay, we're going to go do this, right? So here's the thing that I want us to understand, is that these two men, Paul and Barnabas, kept going in their important work. They kept doing what was important. Nothing in, in, in the scripture tells us that, that one of them was wrong or one of them was more right over the other. They just simply had a disagreement and decided to part ways. Paul kept telling people about Jesus and Barnabas kept telling people about Jesus. They just weren't doing it together anymore. Their friendship changed and it even ended. But they didn't let it end the mission that they shared. They didn't let it end the mission that they shared. And here's the thing that I want us to, to realize or think about tonight is this, is you can be friendly without being friends. Now, we have no idea from what it says, whether or not Paul and Barnabas were like, you know, like, I'm never speaking to you again. You know, it, it, we don't get that from this. It was just, hey, listen, we're having a disagreement. So, listen, I'm going to go and I'm going to take... I'm going to take John Mark, and we're going to go do this, and you go do your thing. Pretty amicable, right? You see, you, just like Paul and Barnabas, have friendships, uh, have a friendship-ending disagreement while still going on with your life. And it can be done in a way that doesn't impact you or the other person for the worse. When you have a, a disagreement with a friend, and you decide, hey, listen, we're not gonna, we're not gonna be, we're not gonna run around in the same friend groups. It can be done in a way that says, hey, listen, there's no hard feelings. We just have different interests, we have different likes. And so let's go back to what I was saying. Maybe, maybe you're like, I really want to follow Jesus. I want to give Jesus more of my life. I want him to be more of the focus of my life. But some of my friends don't. And that's okay. It's simply, it, it, it's okay to say, hey, listen, we're just, we just have two different paths. And I'm not trying to be holier than thou saying that you're wrong and that, or anything like that. I'm just saying this is what I want to do for my life. And so 
this is the direction that I'm going to go with my, with my life. You see, the story of your friendship may end, but neither of your stories have to end. The story of your friendship may end, but neither of your stories has to end. You can choose to move on in integrity. You can choose to move on without that friendship, without throwing them under the bus, and without starting gossip, and without starting rumors about your friend. You see, just because a friendship doesn't have a future, it doesn't discount what it was in the past. You see, one of my, literally my best friend in high school, I, I've mentioned him before, his name was Tyson. I mean, we, were, we did everything together. But yet, after we graduated, he went away to school for a year. I did my thing. I stayed home for a year and worked with my youth pastor. Now, here's the thing. Tyson was Mormon. Like, and so religion for us was never really a conversation. We were able to hang out and, and do things, even though he, he was Mormon and I was a Christian. Because for us, with him and I, like, our, our faith never was a topic of discussion. He knew I went to church, I knew he went to church, and we just left it at that. Because we had so many other things. Now, even though I didn't believe the same way he believed, we were still able to be friends. And so Tyson graduated, or we both graduated, and then Tyson came back after his first year of college, and we hung out for a little bit. But by that point, my relationship with Jesus had taken me in a direction where I wanted to go into ministry and that I was so involved in my church, it wasn't that I didn't like hanging out with Tyson. It was just like some of our interests had changed. Him being at school for a year, he had changed, I had changed. And to be honest with you, since the summer of 1993, I haven't spoke to Tyson. Now, we're Facebook friends. I see what's going on in his family out in, you know, they live out in Utah. And I, I, know, what, I know what's going on in his life. I know he has like five kids, I think, you know. But we're not, we're not friends, but I would, I would love to catch back up with him just because even though our future friendship, even though our, our, our future didn't have a story, it doesn't change all the fun times that we had of listening to rock music very loud in our car as we drove down the highway, you know, acting like we were headbanging. You know, just... I know you guys are like, what? You're weird. But yeah, it was just what you did in the early 90s. I'm sorry. You know, big hair bands and everything. But so it doesn't change all the memories that I had. And same thing for you as you graduate or as, you, as, as your friendships change, it doesn't change or it doesn't negate all the fun things that you did together. So remember that. Because I think we can all understand that, that friendships are com complex which means the reasons for them ending can be complicated. You know, I know on our dating relationships, you know, we can say, listen, it's complicated. You know, but it's the same thing can be true for our friendships. Our friendships can be on again, off again, and one week we're good friends, and another week we're not good friends, and, you know, it's just, it's complicated. Because friendships are complex. Because, and here's, I'll just say this, because so often we base our friendships about us. We talked about that in the last couple weeks. When we begin to 
approach our friendships and it not be about what I'm getting out of it, but how I can serve and, and be a friend to my friend, things change. You see, to show respect and kindness to the friend that you're parting, parting ways with, with being kind, even as you part ways, is so important. See, you have to choose what you're going to think about that person. Even though things may, may not be a pretty ending of the friendship, you're, you decide what you're going to think about the person that that friendship is ending with. And you, you choose what you do. In other words, you choose how you're going to treat them. So as we, as we wrap up this, this series on friendship, and we wrap it up talking about the end of friendships or f- the changing of friendships, I want to encourage everyone to really think about your friendships. Because listen, I, there, there are some that I just want to challenge you with this, that to think about who your true friends are. Because when it comes time to go to prom or go you know, to, to, to whatever a school function, a lot of times our friendship groups can change because, you know, well, this person didn't ask me to be a part of their group or, or whatever. Or, hey, this person went out on, you know, this person that I thought was my friend went out on Friday night and didn't invite me. You know, it's like I think I said last week, sometimes I've had to tell my son, listen, I don't really think, bud, that those kids that you think are your friends in fifth grade, I really don't think they're your friends. (laughs) I don't. Even though you want them to be your friend, I don't think they're your friend because they don't really treat you like a friend. And so be honest, because there are some of you in this room that you have had friendships that I mean, you've had friends that have stuck with you for years, right? You can think back to the friends that you, and they're going to stick with you through thick and through thin. They've always been there. But see, a lot of times we get into the popularity game. We want to be in the in crowd. We want to be in the in crowd. We want to be of, a part of the popular group or, or the cool kids, And you know what suffers? What suffers is our true friends that we've known since we were little kids that have been our friends through good and through bad. And we we leave those friends behind. And then one day you look back and you think, man, I, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Because, man, that person was really my friend. They really stuck with me through thick and thin through the good times and the bad times. So I just, I challenge you to think about that tonight. Think about who your real friends are. You see, it may not be easy, but I promise you, the more steps you take towards becoming and surrounding yourself with real friends, the better your friendships will be. Let me say that again. It's not easy, but I promise that the more steps you take towards becoming and surrounding yourself. So the more steps you take towards becoming a better friend, 
a real friend and surrounding yourself with real friends, the better your friendships will be. The better your friendships will be. I just want to, again, I want to challenge you to say, think about who your real friends are. Because real friends are there for you when you're, when you're at rock bottom. They're those real friends. Like, I, I've got a friend of mine. I, I've actually got two friends of mine that I can think of off the top of my head. And there's more. But I've got two particular friends that if the, the, the bottom was falling out of my life tonight, I could call them. And I know that they would be there for me. In fact, I got a call from one of my friends who lives in Sweden the other day because he was going through something. He just needed a friend to talk to, so he called me from Sweden, and we sat and talked for like half hour, 45 minutes. Because I, while he is one of those people for me, I'm one of those people for him. So when your life is, when your crap is hitting the fan in your life, Who's the person that you would go to first? And don't answer that question quickly. Because there are some that I think that your friends that you might be hanging out with right now, that you'd be like, oh, well, I would call this person. Ah, think about it for a minute. They really have your back? They really have your back? Are they, have they really been there for you? Have you really been there for them? Again, friendships are a two-way street. So work hard to surround yourself with really, really good friends. Because when you have those kind of friends, life gets easier, right? You know why life gets easier? Life gets easier because when the crap does hit the fan, you've got somebody walking with you through it. That they're willing to get dirty with you. That they're willing to, when you fall, when you mess up, and you're sitting there looking at your hands bleeding, and I, I've just messed up my life. I've fallen. I've, life is falling apart. My life is not where it needs to be. They're there to dust you off and to help you up. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for, God, this series. and Lord, I can only believe that tonight that there are individuals in this room, God, that are, that are really, Lord, even though they're the only ones that know, Lord, they're the only ones that know that when they're, they're laying in their bed at night or they're, and they're scrolling through social media, Lord, they're the only ones that know that, that they question sometimes, God, who their real friends are. Because so many of us, God, and I, I'm, I'm guilty, and I think probably every adult in this room is guilty, Lord, of wanting to be with the cool kids, the popular people, the whatever. And Lord, we think that they're our friends. 
God, they're not. We neglect the person that walked with us through our, uh, a big portion of our life or, or through those challenging parts of our lives that those people that have been there the whole time. So Father, I pray that, Lord, as, as we concluded with help us to take the extra steps, help us to surround ourselves and to be better friends, real friends. Because God, when we surround ourselves with real friends, when we be real friends, God, it makes our lives so much better. So Father, I pray that as we go into small groups, God, that God, you'll help us to walk through some of these things as a, and our friendships. Have some real conversations about our friendships and, and the friendships that we value and those friends that value us as friends. Father, we give you praise and we thank you tonight, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.